This is Doc's Cost, episode 29. 29 is one of my favorite running backs of all time. When they ran the ball, he was fantastic. Eric Dickerson. Hall of Fame, 2,105 yards in a single season, still holds the record. He was one half of the Pony Express at SMU with Craig James. Lots of fun to watch. So we got a great show today. You're going to want to take notes. You're going to want to follow this, share with your friends. We're going to go through how to structure your HSA. We're going to give you the top 10 tips to get started. Here we go, Morgan. In this mission is simple, to get you 100% covered. I'm Scott Dowling. I've got over three decades of insurance knowledge and experience to share with you. I don't work for the insurance company and am beholden to no one. I'm here to make healthcare transparent for all of us. There's an affordable insurance plan out there someplace, and I promise to help you find it. Doc's Cost starts now. Hey, hey, hope you are doing well. It is getting into the latter part of the summer now. We passed the halfway point for most of us. School's right around the corner. I heard somebody say something about uh, back-to-school ads who are already running online on TV, on the radio. Um, I don't have any left going to school anymore for the most part. They're uh, taking care of that themselves. But uh, know that a bunch of you still have your kids at home, and uh, summertime's in full swing. I actually just had one walk out the door a minute ago. He's heading north on the train up to Milwaukee, see his Marquette pals. They want to be out in the Deer District for tomorrow night when it might be the NBA championship game. It might be the final one. Kind of made me smile because back in 1971, I was a young kid in Waukesha watching Oscar Robertson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar win the championship in 1971. So it's going to be a lot of fun in Milwaukee if it happens tomorrow night. Good luck. Uh, We're going to talk about health savings accounts again. We're going to talk about how to structure your health savings account. I'm going to give you a list of the 10 things you need to prepare for, a list of the 10 things that you need to have, a list of 10 things you need to act on so that you are properly covered, take care of yourself, take care of your family, take control, get 100% covered, get your proper health, uh, high deductible health plan and your health savings account set up ahead of time. Open enrollment's coming up. Open enrollment's probably coming up for you in, in October for a January 1st effective date, and you want to be prepared. So this list of 10 things is going to help you get there. I'm going to give you each one of the items now, and then we'll go through each one of them individually, and then we'll recap, and the notes will be up there. You'll see them in the show notes. If you have questions, follow us on Twitter at DocsCost, D-O-X-C-O-S-T. You can go to the web and find us there. It's DocsCost.com, D-O-X-C-O-S-T.com. Okay, let's get into the 10 things. Number one, you must enroll in a high-deductible health plan that is qualified for a health savings account. 
Now that sounds pretty simple, but you need to make sure, and your employer needs to make sure, and the insurance broker, whoever's providing the coverage, needs to make sure that the high deductible health plan that you are enrolling in is eligible for an HSA. And it should clearly state that, but you need to confirm that. Second, you need to open the HSA, and you need to open at least one. You can open more than one. And I actually suggest that you open more than one. You can get one that's provided by your employer, and you can get one on your own as an individual. And if you're over 55 and you have a spouse that's over 55, you each want to have a separate HSA because you can't both fund the same HSA with the over 55 additional $1,000. Three, you're going to identify your enrollment date for the health plan. So some of you may have a January 1st effective date, but if you don't, if you have a December 1st effective date or even an August 1st effective date, you're going to want to note that. Four, you're going to review all of your plan options available from your employer, and you may have a, an individual plan. So if you're getting it through an exchange or you're getting it individual coverage in your state that's available, then you're going to want to look at that differently. But you're going to want to make sure that you have the proper plan and identify which one it's going to be. Five, you're going to check on your savings, your existing savings. Do you have any savings that's set aside specifically for medical accidents, illnesses, anything unexpected? just for your medical expenses. You're going to want to make sure that you know and identify the money that you can utilize from this account that already is in existence. Six, you're going to want to calculate your plan's out-of-pocket maximum. That's the deductible plus the coinsurance, if there is any coinsurance. And if you've got co-payments or any of that stuff, that's, like I say all the time, it's a gimmick, but you want to add that in as well. You want to determine what your plan's out-of-pocket maximum is. Seven is determine your HSA contribution limit per year. If you're single, if you're a single individual, in 2021, that limit is $3,600. If you are married or you are the head of a household, or you are a member of a family, that limit is $7,200. You're going to want to identify your uh, maximum HSA contribution. Eight, make sure your out-of-pocket maximum on your health plan is not higher than your HSA balance. Number nine is utilize payroll deduction to fund your HSA. We're going to get into that in a bit. There's a bunch of different variables here, but you're going to use your payroll deduction as much as you can. Number 10 is plan and prepare to max out your contributions every year and have at least your full out-of-pocket maximum in your account every January 1st. So you're 100% covered for the entire year. Plan and prepare for that. You have to have that mindset. We'll get into that too. Those are the 10 things you need. So let's go through each one in a little more detail. Number one, enroll in a high deductible health plan is qualified for an HSA. There are certain requirements for the HSA and for the high deductible health plan. And you want to make sure that you're compliant. So for the high deductible health plan to be eligible for the HSA, the high deductible health plan has to meet certain uh, guidelines. 
the minimum deductible on a high deductible health plan is $1,400 for an individual and $2,800 for a uh, married couple, a head of household with a dependent child, or a family, full family. Um, you also have a maximum out-of-pocket for each. The maximum out-of-pocket cannot exceed $7,000 for an individual or $14,000 for a married couple, head of household, or family. There's also something in there that goes to an embedded deductible. And an embedded deductible means that each person in the group, in the family, the head of household, the dependent child, the married spouse, or both, then to have an embedded deductible where each person only needs to meet the individual deductible, that embedded deductible has to be at least $2,800. So you cannot have an embedded deductible unless the HDHP, the High Deductible Health Plan, has a minimum deductible of $2,800. Okay, so that's a quirk. It's a special rule. It's for embedded deductibles only, but that's part of the process. I'll post that up in the show notes so you get the link and you can see it. The other thing is that there cannot be any co-payments or co-insurance that hits before the deductible. The deductible must come first. So the first thing you're going to pay is the deductible. You're not going to pay a co-payment. You're not going to make a co-insurance payment. You're going to make a deductible first. The deductible has to come first. Then, and only then, is the plan eligible for you to open a health savings account. And you're going to have to provide proof of that when you file your 1040. The employer is going to do that. You're going to get the form that's compliant with the IRS, and you're going to have to so state that, yes, I have a, a, a proper high-deductible health plan. Number two is open the HSA, but you might want to have two HSAs or three HSAs or even more, but three is probably the most you'll have. You can get one through your employer. It makes it easy. You can do the payroll deduct that way, but you're limited by what the payroll administrator can do for you. Sometimes a payroll administrator is very inflexible and they will say, we will only make contributions on a regular occurring basis if it's 26 periods when you're getting paid over the course of the year, then they will prorate the amount of money that they're going to take and they're going to divide it by 26. So if you tell them you want to do the maximum uh, contribution at $3,600, they're going to take it over 26 periods. So in March, you may not have enough money in your account to cover your deductible or your out-of-pocket maximum because they're only taking the money as you go and you haven't paid it yet. So you want to have a lump sum in your account on January 1st. If they can't accommodate a lump sum, you can open your own HSA on your own. You don't get the benefit of saving on the FICA tax. You do get the benefit of putting your own money in there that's already been taxed. So now you can take a tax deduction when you file your 1040 next, but you want to have that money in on January 1st so that you are covered to the extent of your out-of-pocket maximum. So you want to have at least two accounts. The other thing is, your employer plan, while they, you know, you save the FICA taxes, that's important, but it could be a limitation on whether you can invest the funds or not. Some uh, HSA providers don't give you uh, enough options for investment. Um, if you use somebody like Lively, which I recommend, and I do get compensated nominally by Lively, but uh, you can find them on our website. Just go to 
DocsCost.com forward slash Lively. And you can use Lively and you have a full plethora of investment options. They do it through TD Ameritrade. Um, some employers only have a couple of mutual funds for you to look at. Some of them say we'll give you a flat amount. Some of them don't even have investment options. So you might want to have a second one. And you may even wish to have a third account. If you are over 55 years old, you can contribute an additional $1,000 to your health savings account. If you have a spouse that's over 55, they can also contribute $1,000 to a health savings account, but it can't be the same one that you are contributing to, so they're going to want to get their own as well. So that could be three. Check your enrollment date. You're going to want to check your enrollment date because there are some limitations as far as your maximum contribution for the year. You are supposed to prorate the amount of your maximum contribution. That's one twelfth for every month. So if you enroll in uh, December, you have one twelfth left. But if you enroll on December 2nd, you are not allowed to contribute for the year. Anything before December 1st, you're okay. But you can take the maximum contribution for the year if you like, but you also have to keep it for at least 12 months. So you need to contribute at least for the next 12 months into an HSA. Otherwise, you face penalties the following year. So it's good to be in the HSA. It's good to make the maximum contribution. But no, you got to be in it for 12 months at a minimum if you don't go in on January 1st. And review your plan options, check your savings, and calculate your plan's out-of-pocket maximum. The point here is that you want to make sure that your out-of-pocket maximum is covered at 100%. But you also want to make sure your, your plan design has enough in it that you can pay with the savings that you have and your contributions into your health savings account. So you don't want to have a high deductible and an out-of-pocket maximum that are greater than the amount you have in your health savings account or that you can put in your health savings account. So your limit for the first year is $3,600. You don't want to have a plan with a maximum out-of-pocket more than $3,600 if you're an individual. Okay, so you have to watch that. If, if it's slightly above that and you do the calculations, you want to have the health savings account, but know that you won't cover your out-of-pocket maximum with only pre-tax dollars in that first year. Once you get past that first year, you're off to the races. The first year is a little tricky, but you have to check your out-of-pocket maximum. you got to check your savings that you have because you want to contribute that lump sum if you can do it. And then um, you're going to want to check your plans out-of-pocket maximum. That's why you do that. I know that one's a little confusing, and we're going to have a graphic uh, up there on the show notes so you can see that and uh, study it and learn it because it is important. And finally, prepare to max everything out. Prepare to max out your HSA contribution. Um, You need to prepare to cover your out-of-pocket maximum because you want to make sure you're covered at 100%. So you And you want to use payroll deduct to save on the FICA, but you need to figure out what your out-of-pocket maximum is and how much you need to put in on January 1st. You need to have that in there, and you need to make a lump sum. And if you need to make a lump sum, then make that lump sum and be prepared. And prepare for that you know, in the, in the year ahead. Make sure that you have enough savings so that you can put in um, $3,600 on January 1st if you need to. 
If you've already got enough in your in your account and it's year over year over year over year, it's going to grow like crazy. You may not have to worry about that. But initially, when you start out, you're going to have to watch how much is my out-of-pocket maximum, how much can I contribute, and then save along the way so you can make a lump sum payment. When you make a lump sum payment on January 1st, and if you have a separate HSA set up and you want to put that money in on January 1st, you're going to be able to deduct that before you file your taxes, okay? Well, not before you file your taxes, but as you file your taxes, but it's going to be for that year, it's a lot like the 401k. You can make a contribution on January 1st, and then you can deduct that contribution on your taxes when you file your 1040 for the year prior. So you're not losing anything. In fact, you're getting a great return because the money you're putting in on a lump sum basis is not payroll deduction. You're not saving the FICA, but you are saving the money that you've already paid taxes on. So when you put in $3,600 in a lump sum, and it's money from your savings account, Let's say you put it in for 2021, and it was money from 2020. Then in 2021, you could have taken a tax deduction. It could have been 28 cents on a dollar or 32 cents on a dollar, whatever your tax bracket is. I'll have more for that up on the website as well. You'll be able to see that in the show notes. It's important to learn. It's important to know. and It's important to get comfortable with. But just know that you are money ahead. If you can put in a lump sum like that and then fund the rest throughout the year. And if you do it year over year over year, you will be set for the long term. That's why you're here. You're here to gain the knowledge and experience and the education and information that's going to make you feel more comfortable in the future, be 100% covered, take care of your family, be financially secure, health savings accounts, and high deductible health plans work well for those people that want to take control and want to be in charge and want to be 100% covered. And I'll be with you every step of the way. So please encourage your family, your friends, your coworkers, your boss, your firm administrator, your COO, your office manager, whoever it may be. Encourage them to listen to DocsCost, subscribe, share. You can find DocsCost on all of the major players. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify, Odyssey, iHeartRadio. Tune in. We're out there. Look for us. Tell everybody. Love to have you. We've got a lot of people listening from all over the country and even all over the world. So we'd love to have more and we welcome everyone. That is it for this episode of DocsCost. I appreciate you as always. And please remember, healthcare is not health insurance. DocsCost is where you gain the knowledge, experience, education, and information to become an astute consumer of healthcare and take control of your health insurance. Lower your costs, take total control. Now, here's my pal Morgan Fingleton. So long, everybody.
never far behind. <laughs> 